Hey, this is Kristen from the Positive Psychology Podcast. Two of my listeners, uh, Mohammed and Carmen, both asked a question um, that I think is very important to discuss when it comes to um, applying positive psychology or self-help in general. And the question is basically, well, if and I'm paraphrasing here because they didn't necessarily say it exactly the same way, but basically if your brain is kind of a bit broken, you're already um, in a very dark place, does it actually help um, to try to count your blessings and do all these things? Because after all, um, if we're in a really dark place, we might be cut off from our emotions, we might not be able to feel gratitude or joy or any of those things. So what's the point of doing those um, positive psychology interventions and I totally get where both of these listeners are coming from and I think the answer is not an easy one Um, I think we kind of have to classify first exactly how dark the place is that we're at okay so um, starting with the darkest of dark places if you're suicidal or anything like that you need to get help as soon as possible professional help um, make sure that that you know Perhaps you have to take medication, uh, you have to talk to doctors or psychiatrists, anything to get you out of a place where you could conceivably harm yourself. Um, That's also true if you're not suicidal, but doing things like, I don't know, cutting yourself or um, actively self-harming or also harming other people in some way. I think for all of these things, um, the positive psychology interventions can wait there it's really about putting emergency procedures um, into gear. Um, Presuming that things are not that dark, um, but they're still dark. So let's say you you don't feel any positive emotions or emotions that much anyway. Um, You possibly cannot get out of bed. Let's let's start with that. Um, Then the focus should really be on what is the smallest thing you can do to um, to get out of a state where you can't move, where you're basically paralyzed. And for some people, um, that might involve things like going on walks. Um, maybe not by yourself. Maybe by yourself. We're all different. Um, some people... Um, also don't have a necessary you know the necessary support system around them you know if you're if if your family and friends are not very understanding um hanging out with them and dealing with their insensitive questions is maybe not what you need um on the other hand if you have people around you who care and are you know pretty good at maybe just taking you for a walk without having any expectations try to do that um try to do anything literally anything that makes you, um, even if it feels makes you feel like slightly less shitty than you did before, go for that. Lean towards that. Do that. Um, I know how hard it is to do these things when you don't see any improvement for a while. But there, I have to ask you to basically try to keep going or get people, again, get help so that you can keep going doing the m- smallest thing, like the the author, um, Elizabeth Gilbert, she talked about how once she was so depressed and she was just crying all day long because she felt like she had no control over her life whatsoever. And then it occurred to her that she could, what she could do to change her situation, even if it was just silly and absolutely nonsensical, was to stand on one leg and keep crying. 
And, you know, don't ask me why that helps. Um, no, actually, you can't ask me. And the reason is that you're basically demonstrating to yourself that you have a little bit more control than you thought. Because if you think you have zero control, standing on your leg and crying is already um, better than having no control whatsoever, right? Um, you can modify this exercise. Now, let's say you're a bit better than that. Let's say you're what I'd like to call or what is known as a functional depressive. So you... You, you know, you go around, um, you, you do, you, you can kind of have like a regular social life, whatever that means to you. Um, you go to work, um, but you just feel very empty inside or unhappy and all of these things. And there, I think the question shifts um, to, well, there you're absolutely in the position to do all these things. Now, to return, well, does it help? Because what if my brain's broken? That means I can't, won't I be enable to feel gratitude or whatever is and the answer is i think that our conception of what is broken um of or what broken means is very much tied up in the in the material world so usually when we talk about something we talk about you know the car is broken down or you know the computer is doing something crazy and i can't use it anymore or the chair is broken so if i sit on it it'll just collapse all right but that's not what a broken brain um, of a functional depressive or something or someone with anxiety actually is. Um, that's not that definition of broken. In that case, if you're a functional depressed, and, uh, depressed person, there is still a ton of things in your brain that are working. And yes, there may be some areas which do function slightly differently and they do mess up a lot of a lot in your life and they might make it very hard to feel joy in all those things but the things which 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 are which you basically subject yourself to so if you make the decision to let's say go out and go for a walk instead of sitting there and contemplating how horrible everything is or if you go and you actively look for the gratitude even if you don't experience anything in the moment what happens is that your brain is building up these little things now i agree if somebody who is perfectly healthy and happy walks outside it might be easier for them to spot things to be grateful or happy about or to find alternative ideas to explain something in a more um, in a more beneficial way, okay? So I'm not saying when you're when you're depressed that those things are impossible. Of course, um, your brain can make things a bit more myopic, meaning that you know your your focus might be a little bit um, too sharp on what is negative, and that's what what causes a lot of the problems to begin with. However, the wonderful thing is that even if you even if you just make a fist and have like and just open your fist a tiny bit and you look out of the window you can see different things and if you focus and if you keep doing these things and if you believe that even if you're not feeling anything now your brain is actively processing the neutral and the good all right we're not even talking about just the good right if you're really depressed even something that is neutral is actually kind of good news right so your brain is still working it can still process all of the information yes 
it might it might take a bit longer yes it might be especially the beginning harder to find those examples but even if you don't have a great environment the internet is full of things fill your brain up with people who have already kind of achieved to have the kind of view that you want of life and as you do that there will be little tiny changes which accumulate over time all right so that's my answer to what do i do does it actually help yes all these interventions they can help um even if you're feeling bad um there's research for that so things like running and meditation work even if you're really depressed but you what you really need the key thing is to be able to answer to that part of yourself that's saying this is not helping this is pointless let's stop and if you can just say today i'm not going to stop i believe that all of this will add up i don't know when but it will that's what you need to keep going um and to lean into whatever feels good you will eventually feelings will come back eventually you will notice which of these interventions are the most effective all right cheers bye bye